Hi, this is Doug. Welcome to Living Like a Newbie, a weekly conversation that Carrie and I have about what's been going on. Hello, dear. Hi, honey. How are you? I am wonderful. And how about yourself? I'm good. How are you feeling? I feel good. What uh, week are we in? Um, oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> oh. um, We're in the second four, trimester. Four, 14. Week 14. Okay. Week 14. Mm-hmm. What happened last week? Last week I had like, a... Like what happened to us last week? We were like radio silent. We didn't have a podcast. We didn't have any videos. Right. I didn't post anything on social media. No one got to see what baby bubbles, what fruit or shape. Yeah, what, what we happened? didn't have any updates. Well, I don't think anything specific happened. We had Easter. Easter, that's right. And we, you know, we do a lot of the planning and prep for the week on the weekends, which... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people do. And so if the weekend's busy, then it just kind of, and you're not being proactive, then that next week can kind of just go off the rails. So between a busy Easter weekend and um, being tired, we just could not get caught up and ahead of the game. And um, we've learned. We're learning. We've learned. And even just yesterday, I had a bunch of ideas for the family vlogs, the parenting vlogs for the month of May. So just even planning a month ahead, I think that will help us. And you have your ideas. So planning, we're learning how to plan better. So it was not intentional. It just, the week got away and, and maybe some of it was intentional. I think once half the week was by, I was like, I don't think I'm going to get anything up. Yep. Uh, But the goal is to have uh, new videos weekly, like yep. what's posted, and to have the podcast each week. I I got a I got a, a text from my mother yesterday, um, and I don't know if she listens to the podcast or if she just watches the YouTube of the podcast. We'll find out this week because this portion will not be on YouTube. It'll only be on the podcast. So this is a shout out to my mother, mom. Do you listen to the podcast? If so, then I want you to. Send us a comment that you do listen to the podcast. And she'll text. We know that she won't comment on Yeah, she uh, won't comment online, but she'll send a text. Yeah. So send me a text if you do. I'll update you all to let you know if my own mother listens to podcasts or not. And we know that mom is not the only one who listens to us. Yes. But um, it the the idea of the, of the podcast, it just have a, a section of it on, on YouTube. Uh, but she mentioned... That she hadn't heard anything, and was it was everything okay, or did she miss something because she didn't get notified because we told her to subscribe and click the bell? Yes. And so she wanted to make sure that yeah, she, she I, did it right. Yeah, that she did it right. And I said, um, ah, we just didn't get anything done last week, uh, but we'll have a new podcast up um, the day that this one's posting on on Monday. Mm-hmm. What is our weekly schedule? You said that we post weekly. Mm. Do you have a Routine or a schedule? The routine is uh, Mondays to have our podcast post, uh, and as well as the YouTube clip. And then Wednesdays is generally a parenting vlog or a um, ju- a family vlog. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be parenting, but it's something about us as a family. And then Fridays, uh, not because Friday and Fit kind of fit together but it's Friday has kind of been the fitness um, or health related um, fit like it so it doesn't necessarily have to be CrossFit 
or running or eating. It's uh, pieces of those things. And right now it's mainly been focused on me, but we'll see if that you know, goes out to other members of the family as well. It's not meant to just be focused on me. It, mm -hmm. But it's a little bit easier since I'm the one filming and planning to film myself since I'm me. Yep. But that's the, that's the general schedule. That's what people should be able to uh, think about or expect. And that's what we're starting with is having three things a week. Just last week we had zero. And that might happen. <laughs> so... Um, and we'll learn, I, yeah, I just don't know, I, I didn't know if I should say something about it or if you just stay silent, so we learn that way. Would you prefer, I don't know, we don't need to ask anyone that question. But, what did we learn last week? Was there anything we learned last week? Well, we just need a lot of grace. We have a lot of things up in the air, well, I said up in the air, but we have a lot of things that are played as far as jobs and kids and the pregnancy and the ministry here mm -hmm. and it's important to plan and to be proactive but I think there's also just a reminder that grace is necessary because like last week um, since I've been feeling better and have more energy I have been keeping office hours for um, a client and that just even though that doesn't seem like a big deal I think I did not quite 15 hours last week. Um, that's a fair amount, mostly yeah. in being out of the house. So then that affects how the house flows, things like laundry and just the house being picked up and those kinds of things. So <clears throat> um, we ha even though we have good routines and we have good plans and processes for ourselves and also for our kids, it doesn't take much to change that. And life is ever-changing yeah. because we have the month of May, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit, and that's busy, and then comes summer, and then, you know, that's a welcome change, but definitely, speaking of processes and routines, it's all turned upside down, so. It will be a challenge adding this into the summer, which is always, is full of, it's when we visit family in Kansas. It's, mm -hmm. uh, there's just a lot of things that happen this summertime. So adding something regimented like what we're doing is going to, is going to push us, but in a good way. Yeah. Was there anything that the Lord taught you last week? Well, probably. Well, probably. Okay. <laughs> I've, I shared with you over the weekend how, um, I've in becoming pregnant this time and anticipating Whereas we talked about whether we wanted more kids and and our youngest is, she'll be four very soon. Here in a few weeks she turns four. So she's fairly independent and we haven't changed a diaper in a long time. So the idea of having pregnancy and baby and, and that, all that um, is significantly different than where we are right now. And I was kind of, um, so I also have a fair amount of independence and I was kind of reluctant to to surrender that um, I'm excited to have another child but just selfishly it's hard to give up some of that and so I was kind of um, you know it's hard to describe since you for anybody who hasn't been through pregnancy but it's just so all-consuming um, it's it's really I would say at least 50% of my time if uh, my attention if not all of my attention is on the pregnancy whether it's an awareness of baby and wondering how baby's doing, or my own, if I'm not feeling good, my energy, or if I'm having any queasiness. Um, and I have really been, as I've been feeling better, I really wanted to get back to what is quote-unquote normal for me, 
pre-pregnancy, being able to keep up with our kids and keep our regular routine and do work and do all the things that I normally did um, because I'm, I'm probably 80 to 90 percent of my energy level, which is such a blessing from the Lord. Um, but I realized that while I was trying to kind of stiff arm my pregnancy and the pregnancy symptoms, um, that right now is when I begin to really connect with this child as a person. And this is the connection and this is the bonding and this is the, the love and the concern that I have that extends to our 13 year old downstairs as she's, you know, preparing for testing today or the boys that are at school. And so even though they don't rely on me and need me in the same way, that love and that bonding and the connection starts right now. And so um, I was kind of refusing it and pushing it away for the wrong reasons. Hmm, that's good. <laughs> we did have that good conversation yesterday. And it just is amazing the the knowledge, wisdom bombs that you just kind of <laughs> drop out of nowhere. I mean, I think there's multiple parts of this that we could put up on YouTube. I want everyone to hear. So hopefully people are listening to the podcast because that idea of not just trying to endure this season, but understanding that this is an important piece of your bonding with the baby that is laying the groundwork for what that bond looks like for really their entire life. It's a completely separate bond that you have with the kids than I have because of this experience. And to be able to understand that and appreciate that in the moment is is it's an, an invaluable lesson for those who either are going through it, haven't gone through it, maybe getting ready to go through it again. It's a wonderful reminder. So I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. Well, and, and maybe it's different. I know there are some women who have easier pregnancies. There are some women who have harder pregnancies. And so that's just been, yeah, that was something that the Lord really showed me that I needed to be reminded of um, because it is definitely a different dynamic when you have four kids that already need and and require nurturing and love and attention. Um, and so it's easy to kind of try to push through and, and, and deny um, the need to rest or whatever. So We learned a very important date. Do you want to... The gender yes. reveal? Yes, that got well, scheduled because well, you had an appointment on Thursday. I had an Thursday. appointment last Thursday. Got to hear the baby's heartbeat and baby's doing well. And we scheduled our sonogram, which... It's crazy because I still feel like I just found out that I was pregnant. So I don't really understand how we're here, but they tell me I am. So yeah, it's quick. May twenty third. Yeah. Thursday. It's a yeah, it's a Thursday. <clears throat> and so this time we're doing it a little bit different because we have um, a friend who's after offered to host a gender reveal party for us, which we haven't done before. Right. In the past, for every pregnancy we've taken the whole family has gone so yep. any any kids regardless of age they're all in the little sonogram room and we get to hear the tech say it's a boy or a girl and this time we'll ask the tech to write it down in an envelope and we won't even find out and i'm guessing that we'll have to look away when the um at the screen because i i know pretty well I still I still look at the screen and I can look and guess. However, I I, I, don't, I know I, don't see it. <laughs> I have a pretty strong feeling. Yeah, we both so think it's a boy. Be... I mean, yes, we can share that because that's part of this process, part of the journey. Um, another reason why we're going to wait know. for the gender reveal is so that it can be um, filmed. Uh, we, <laughs> we're sharing these pieces of our life now, and so they're going to find out 
not at the exact same time because we're not going to live stream it, but they will see our reactions on camera as we find out what the gender will be. But we are, we both feel that it's going to be a boy. So that's something that's now solidified and out there. Mm -hmm. So if it's a girl, we'll be wrong. Uh, but we both feel pretty strongly that it's going to be a boy. Yep. And that's exciting. Either way, it's exciting. Uh, but to maybe switch things up now that's our fifth one, not that the not that having a child and all of that isn't amazing enough, but as you have multiples, it is kind of fun to do different things. And this time, yeah. having a gender reveal party will be a, a, a twist for us, something that mm -hmm. we haven't normally done. That'll be fun. It will be a lot of fun. I was looking at an article because the last time that we talked, we mentioned about communication. And we've talked about communication a couple of different times. And it's very important to speak about communication. Uh, I was looking at an article that showing all these issues that people, couples fight about, what leads to divorce, what leads to happiness. And most of them, if not all of them, center around lack of communication or lack of the ability to effectively communicate. So it's important for us to continue to bring this topic up. And since we have been um, on it, I wanted to continue just a few pieces of it. And I wanted to share with you uh, I didn't write down who this was from, but she's some sort of psychologist that's been on, uh, done the TV circuit, so she has some sort of notoriety. Okay. Um, but as far as the scientific backing of this research, I can't cite a study. Sure. But it's just fodder for discussion. The, uh, the, con the conflicts that they most commonly see, they had a list of them, and I wrote down a few of them, and I wanted to see what your thoughts were. Okay. One of them that I thought was interesting was chores. And this actually came from a study, it was, it's an older study from 2007, if I remember correctly, that said the third most important factor in a successful marriage are understanding chores, mm -hmm. kind of who's doing what. And the, the first two had to do with just intimacy issues. Uh, that was their focus. So this was non-compatibility um, as far as intimacy goes, chores. Does that surprise you? No. That's not surprising. I think that you kind of, you grow up, let's say that you grow up in a home with mom and dad together and you see your dad doing certain things and mom doing certain things and you just kind of accept that as the norm. Um, and then you marry somebody whose family is different. And so the idea of chores and household responsibilities, and especially as you gain vehicles and house and then larger house and, um, there's just a lot to be done. So it's hard to talk about everything, chore-wise. What's interesting is that we have a, there's a mentoring group for the men and women that our church has that uh, we both have been doing. And I'm going to throw up, ooh, that doesn't sound good, right? Throw <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post, that sounds much better. <laughs> I'm going to post um, the, the chore list because one of the assignments was who does what. And it was an exhaustive list. It was, it was overly exhaustive, as in who's in charge of watering plants. Not that you have to say, oh, the plants weren't watered, dear. It's your fault they're dead. It's the idea that <laughs> someone should have ownership yeah. over all of these areas. And I think when we did it, one of the things that we found interesting was that we had never talked about who's in charge of planning vacations. Not that, oh, if we're going on vacation, Carrie's making all the plans. Mm -hmm. It's who's actively thinking about, yep. we need to take a vacation this year. 
what should that look like? When should it be? And, and bringing that up in normal conversation. Yeah. And what I appreciate about that chore list was, um, and this conversation was some time ago, um, so as you're talking about it, it's kind of bringing some things to mind. I appreciated that it was, yeah, it was a question of who's responsible and execution is different. For example, yeah. I, you consider me to be responsible for the home. Um, and there are tasks that I expect you to do. And I, all I need to do is remind you or say, I notice that the light bulb is out and then you then change out the light bulb, get more light bulbs if we need them, that kind of thing. And so you're not, you know, obviously if you notice something, you're going to change it or fix it or whatever, but that's not necessarily at the top of your, your radar right. in the same way, or I don't, you don't notice it as quickly as I do maybe. And so, yeah, I appreciated that idea of responsibility doesn't necessarily mean that you do the whole process. Like with the vacation, like we'd realized that we weren't really doing vacations or, um, some other financial goals and things that we had weren't getting done just because neither of us was saying, making it a priority. Yeah. I think a misconception of this exercise is who physically does the activity. Yeah. And it, that really isn't the idea of the exercise. The exercise is who is making sure that this is accomplished. doesn't mean they have to do it. They're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Date night is another one. Who is the one, you, know, you and I realize we need to have more date nights or when's the last time we had a date night or, or should we do a date night this week? We obviously haven't decided who's in charge of making sure date night is on, is on a calendar. Mm-hmm. Does, again, it doesn't mean that one person takes care of it uh, soup to nuts. It's just the idea that... <laughs> <laughs> I've been throwing in some different saying. I've never sayings. heard that before. <laughs> Soup to nuts? You've never heard that before? No. I've been saying Bob's your uncle. Um, and soup and soup to nuts, no, I just threw that out there right now. I don't think I've ever <laughs> used that before. I just like to throw things out there and see. I know. And you tried to keep a straight face for... Shit. For a very short period of time, and then you and then you did not keep a straight face. Oh, sorry, I broke you. It was good. It's good. <laughs> I like that. So, um, the, the it's just making sure that someone's thinking about it, so it doesn't get lost. Yeah, and that's extremely important. So I would encourage everyone to look at the the link that I will post with this list. And it's it's really exhaustive. It is exhaustive, and I think they encourage you to go over it regularly. Uh, yeah, it's something you can come back to because they mm-hmm. can change, and it's it's broken down to who's currently doing it, who's the ideal person to do it, and you you as a husband and wife are each supposed to do one and then come together and have a conversation. And my goal isn't to have people go through this whole document necessarily, but it's to have a conversation and to just make sure looking over them, um, maybe there's an area where you're not really having a discussion about. I think I think chores are a big deal because it's um, unmet expectations. You assume someone's going to do something and they don't do it and then it turns into conflict mm-hmm. uh, when just sitting down and saying, like you you might say, Doug sees that a light bulb is, is not on. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he fixing that? And for me, honestly, there's times I don't see those things. Mm-hmm. And all's, for me, what I'm looking for is like what you say is, 
I, can you change that light bulb out? And I don't take offense. Oh, she doesn't think I notice. I go, oh, thank you for letting me know. And I, I make it a priority right away to get that done. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a yeah. very healthy way to deal with uh, chores. They also had social media on there. I think that is a whole nother um, topic that we could mm -hmm. talk about and explore in greater detail. So we don't have to spend a whole lot of time. But what was interesting on that was the rationale behind social media seemed to be insecurities. Um, mm -hmm. Who are they following? What are they looking at? Mm. Um, old girlfriend, you know, what, whatever it might be. There's just a lot of insecurities that bubble up with social media because you feel like something else is getting the attention that that you want. So you're now fighting something else for the attention of your spouse. Mm -hmm. um, finances was another one that we're going to get into. Uh, uh, this, we're going to segue into a discussion here. Before we move to that, though, the last thing that they, when they summed it up, what is, if you want to boil it down to one thing, they mention this idea that relationships end by the death of a thousand paper cuts. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was very apt. Most people assume or go into a marriage saying, we'll never get divorced. I love this person. Why would there, I know that we're not going to, it's not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But we'll stay together because I love this person. They're a great person. And I think this idea of a thousand paper cuts is really well said because it's not one thing. It's all these little things that take your focus off. This is who I've committed to. This is a beautiful person that the Lord has created and has given gifts. And there's all these reasons why I love this person, why I continue to choose them, why I want to get to know them better and better every day, why I want to support them, why I want to showcase them. All of these terminologies that uh, you want to use for to describe a good marriage, those don't happen when all these little things just make cut after cut after cut because all you do is you feel those wounds. Mm -hmm. And even though they're small, when you have so many of them, it you just hurt all over. Yep. They compound. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about finances, we're not going to get into a big finance discussion, nope. but we're going to talk about a, a piece of, of our finance. Uh-huh. So what are we, why don't you go ahead and So we are gearing up for the next month. So there's just a couple of days May. until the next month, which is May. And um, that's pretty typical. I tend to kind of start to think about the next month as far as scheduling and what weeks are busier, what weeks are some good weeks to get some chores done around the house. Um, and then I also look at the budget and you handle the budget and, um, the software that we use for tracking that for the day in and day out. And I'm more of the big picture. Um, we have some, a pretty aggressive goals in regards to paying off some debt and, and those kinds of things. And so a very important part of that is setting and sticking to the budget. And, um, there's a lot of things that can cause that to kind of go off the rails <clears throat> or, be more successful than other months. Um, so this particular month is really busy and we're also coming off of me not feeling well and, and some things where it just kind of was a secondary priority. Um, so now we've kind of raised it to the top and we have one area that we're actually going to share with the, um, well, on the vlog and that's our food budget. Um, we, are a family of six and and you're going to share some of the numbers um, of what an average budget is for a family our size um, but our our 
you know, with any budget, you have the number that fits with within your, you know, with all of your income and all your bills, you give a number, all categories, you give them a number that is where they should be. And our food budget specifically can start at $1,000 and it can be less, which is what we desire it to be. It can be almost 50% more. Um, and that's a huge swing when you have really specific goals. And actually, um, we haven't really talked about other financial numbers, but if you look at all of our expenses, it's the, it's the biggest. Yeah. Thankfully, we're in an inexpensive place for living um, in the country, and so we have a low mortgage, we have low other expenses, and so definitely our food budget can can make the month successful or not. And so we have a really um, aggressive goal for this month, and we're going to share the details of what that is and how we're doing along the way and share at the end of the month in a vlog talking about um, just that whole journey. So what is our what is our goal? So our goal is for all groceries to, all food to be $800 this month. Um, that is not household items. We give that a separate number. Um, Meaning like toiletries just, mm -hmm. and... Um, paper goods and those kinds of things. They have their own category. So just food and that does not include our kids, um, the school lunches. That is, is that $75? 60. 60. So $860 for food for the month. And if you follow other, you know, social media accounts like I do, there are some people who say, oh my goodness, that's twice what it should be. There's some right. people who say that's not enough. That's the number that we've chosen, and we have not been close to that number. We've been way over in what, recent months. What, what What is April? Do you know what April is? Oh, well, April hasn't ended. April was over 1,500. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> double what this goal is. And why was it double? What What do you think is the number one cause of it being doubled? I, you might have a different response. I feel like it's a lack of planning. I was going to say lack we, of focus. Yeah, we... In an ideal month, and already I've done the meal plan for May um, as part of establishing a good plan. So a good plan is to have a meal plan and a grocery list and you set forth and that's what you stick to. And um, during April and March, um, when I wasn't feeling great, it was a lot of this is what sounded good yeah. or this is what's most convenient. So there were multiple trips to the grocery store in a given week, and forty and fifty dollars a trip really adds up. Yeah, it it really it does add up, and one of the reasons that our food budget, if someone is listening or watching this and thinks that that's high, and for us, our our we focus on as clean as possible. Yeah. We focus on whole foods. Whole foods, not processed. Yeah, very little process. It's not like we don't get any process. We yeah. still, we go to Aldi and we buy the off-brand Cheez-Its. You know, there's some boxed and processed snacks that we get. But generally speaking, the foods that we buy are... Ingredients. Are ingredients. Mm -hmm. Our meats, our vegetables, those, the things that we want to fuel our bodies properly. So we could have a cheaper grocery budget. But for our family, 800 if we're focused, is where we feel we can be at in order to give our kids and ourselves the food that we are comfortable with and we feel suits our family best. And that's why our number is at 800. Mm -hmm. 
and the 1600 was full of a lot of food that wasn't <laughs> that that way there was eating out there was pizza there was um there was a lot of a lot of things uh, in that but you're correct the like our single biggest expense mm -hmm. is food and that's the one that as we look at paying off debt which our debt is composed of student loans the van and uh, our mortgage Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's it. We've gotten rid of all other debt. Mm -hmm. And so we're focusing on those areas. Um, some debt that some people might be comfortable with, and, but we're not comfortable. We want yeah. to get rid of them and, and be, um, just have them completely gone. So we're focusing really hard to be able to pay down every month as much debt as we can. And we feel that food is the biggest door in order for us to either walk through that um, or still be on this side saying hey why mm -hmm. why are we in this uh, situation so we will share more about that we will share more this is a new new thing for us um, we you know, exposing this this area but budget is so huge finances are so key well it was one of the items on your list it was one of the items the, on my from list the article. And we know a budget is something we've worked on for years and years, trying to fine-tune, mm -hmm. just actually doing it and doing it well. We use a program called YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget. Um, I'll put a, a link um, to that, but it's just YNAB, Y-N-A-B.com. Mm -hmm. um, some people use Every Dollar, which is Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. It's that same idea that we try to give everything, uh, every dollar, a job, or we give every dollar uh, a category, however you want to classify it. So that way, any extra spending is going towards a debt payoff. And then when you get past that debt payoff, yeah, it goes to savings or goes to a trip or goes to whatever we choose it to yeah. go to. Instead of right now, the money, uh, we don't really have a choice. It, it, it's already um, it earmarked. Yep, for that. it has a job. So we'll share that, and my my goal is to update regularly with, with with Instagram, with the podcast, so that you're not just hearing about it in this podcast, and then you don't hear about it till the end of May. We want to take you along that process. Um, if we make some if we make some mistakes or <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> go out, we weren't going to just really being transparent um, with this month of of May and seeing how that goes for us. Mm -hmm. And then um, I'm also using this month to uh, try to reset my eating habits because I feel like I have fallen off the wagon with some of the things I've been eating. And um, I tend to, uh, what's the right way when I set goals for myself? Well, they aren't always realistic. We, we were out with friends this weekend and point blank she said, um, Doug, you need... You, your goals need to be smart and she meant them you know with the acronym but it was like really like my goals aren't so smart well, she pointed out two elements within that achievable and realistic yeah the realistic are... i think is what she was mostly focusing on mm -hmm. making and I, and i do tend to to mm -hmm. lean towards the unrealistic side to really want to push myself mm -hmm. but resetting uh, eating and and my my um my fit vlog will focus more on this this week, mm -hmm. uh, the eating side, so we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. But um, just to, to boil it down, since I make unrealistic goals, I gave it over to you. And I said, <laughs> Carrie, you yeah. tell me what my eating plan or what 
um, what the guidelines for my eating will be for the month of May. And you've typed them up? I have. And sealed them? Well, I haven't printed them because I was waiting for further instruction. I will print them oh. and I will put them in an envelope and they'll be ready for your next video. Yeah, I'll open it and I'll find out what that is on camera and, and where we go from there. Sounds good? That sounds good. Excellent. It'll be a great month. It's going to be a really, really great month. I'm looking forward to resetting eating, resetting finances, really just getting focused again. Um, but still celebrating you because your birthday and My Bella's birthday, birthday yeah. and Mother's Day are all in May, and we're yeah. not going to, we're not going to discard them. We're going yeah. to embrace them. Yeah, yeah, and that's all part of the planning is knowing what's coming and and giving it and you know designated amount instead of you know spending a bunch and then afterwards maybe regretting your decisions. But saying I'm going to spend this much and just planning for it. Yeah. So. Excellent. Great. It was, we've talked pre outside of the podcast, but it was great uh, to talk to you again. It was great to talk to you, honey. You're always my favorite person to talk to. Yeah, you're mine, and I love you so much. I love you. All right. Bye. No, no, bye. We don't say bye. <laughs>